0: Hi, my name is Jeremy Blossom and I'm the CEO and co-founder of StrikePoint Media. In this episode, we are going to sit down with Anna Taylor. She is one of our account managers. Her job is to make sure that everything is running smoothly with an account here at StrikePoint Media as well as find more ideas to help grow and scale the accounts that she's working on. Join me as we sit down and get an inside look at what she does every single day to help our clients at StrikePoint. Hey, Anna.
1: Hi, Jeremy.
0: Welcome to the Conversion Experts.
1: Thank you. I'm excited to be here.
0: So, we are here today to talk about account management and your role with Inside Straight Point. but I would love for everyone to kind of get to know you. So can you start off with like, you know, how you came about finding Straight Point, what you did before you started here, a little bit more about your past, and then we'll get into all the awesome things that come with account management.
1: Sure. So. I mean, really, I think my account management path started a long time ago as a bartender, honestly. Just getting to know people, I think it's really important to make personal connections. And so bartending allowed me to do that on a daily basis. And so being around people, getting comfortable talking to all different kinds of people every day and starting random conversations and getting to know regulars, I think that really kind of launched my path into the account management division or just being a people person in general.
0: Yeah, what are some of the things you've seen? Like, that's a, I, cause I agree by the way, I come from a serving background. I was a server, I think by the way, everybody should spend some time in like the hospitality.
1: It should be like a high school requirement, like a life class, you know, just being in that hospitality field gives you so many different skills.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but especially like, you know, I think big part of like working for an agency is that there's like a million things going on every minute, right? And so in bartending, that's very much the same. There's something going on all the time. What other like similarities have you seen from that industry to ours?
1: Yeah, I mean, just being able to multitask in general is huge and being able to remember a million things and run around like crazy, but then as you approach somebody, you wanna be cool and calm yeah. and you wanna give that person your attention whenever you're talking to them. So just being able to remember 50 things on your back burner plate while giving somebody your undivided attention is definitely a skill that I learned just from being in hospitality that is still very applicable today. So yeah. as I run around and I multitask a million different projects here, if a client calls me or I need to jump into a meeting, I still need to be able to give that specific task or that specific person my full attention. So. Definitely that, um, and, and just-
0: you're really good at that, <laughs> by the way. So I know any account that you work with that's watching this right now would also agree that you have this like uncanny, this really cool ability to have a million things happening. But like, whether it's a meeting internally with the team and you're navigating like what we need to get done that day, or, or an update, a status update on a project, you're super chill. Like you're very like focused and deliberate. But I also know that I sometimes, sometimes I'm with, with you on like two or three meetings in a row. And like the other meeting before that was kind of crazy. <laughs> but you're able to like turn it, you know, like turn that off and like kind of compartmentalize it. And then just focus on that like one yeah. thing that you're doing.
1: You need to. And I mean, you just need to come up with your own way of keeping track of everything that you're doing. Whether it's making a list or making a little spreadsheet or just staying focused and staying organized is really, really important in account management. Yeah, and so just being able, another thing that I learned in bartending is just being able to talk to a million different kinds of people. Like, you never know who you're gonna get, and just like an account manager, like, you don't know what the next client is gonna be. You know, you could be talking to an executive level person, you can be talking to somebody's assistant, and you never know their backgrounds. And so, just being able to find common ground, I think, is really important. And so that's something that is also applicable that I learned just from bartending. You what, never, what you never your, know. What was your favorite
0: <laughs> drink you, you would have to make?
1: Ooh, um, I like like a good classic old-fashioned is always really good. Um, you can do just like specialty martinis, like, you know, yummy, delicious martinis. I'm Polish, so I'm preferred I like vodka a lot. So. Okay.
0: So do you, do you, so like some of my friends are, are um, pretty well off like cooks and chefs or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and so some of them like love it and they make some fantastic meals at home Are you somebody that makes like a mean drink every now and then or
1: yeah, definitely there's definitely time I'm, I'm more of a wine person Casually, but a good cocktail night every once in a while is good yeah. pull out the old skills and the old shaker Would you like going? flip things up in the air? As, like
0: at your house, or quite, like yeah. Bouncing things off of the countertop and back into your drink and stuff like that So if you were to go and describe, like when your friends, you know, obviously you've come a long way from being, you know, from the hospitality space into the agency space. Um, When someone asks you, all right, so what do you do for StrikePoint? What do you tell them?
1: Say that I am an account manager and that I am the liaison between our agency and the client, and that I help to streamline the communication and all the projects as much as I can. I try to say that I'm the advocate for the client when it comes to the agency that I'm always trying to advocate and make sure that the client is taken care of and their best interests are always in place with what's going on with the agency.
0: Yeah, that's, I think a lot of people think when they hear account management that, oh, they're just supposed to kind of cater to the client and do things that the client looking is looking for, but it's true, a lot of things that you do every day is adhering to like what are the client demands for us internally, like you, listen you talk with the client you're strategizing with the client and then you're with their internal teams a lot being like all right guys are we getting this done is is this being executed like this because this is what the client's looking for so uh, i love that you kind of touched on that what are some other things that you've like learned along the way here at strike point that's been crucial to your role
1: yeah so i think in what we were just talking about with making sure that the client is taken care of we've talked about this before too, is when a client comes to you with a request, not just being a yes person, like really thinking about what they're asking and if that's gonna be the best thing, one for them and their account moving forward and two for the agency, like does it make sense to actually make this change for both people, for both parties? And so I just think being mindful of that connection and making sure that there's there's it's synchronizing between everything is really important.
0: So you've got like uh, sometimes you'll have over a million dollars worth of um, you know uh, traffic that we're running, projects that we're running on any given month. Um, How do you stay on top of it with the clients? What are some of the things that we're doing that we're staying, you know, the clients are staying informed, the internal teams are staying informed. Can you go into our processes a little bit?
1: Yeah, I think that we have really good processes in place that help us with transparency. I think transparency is really important, especially when you're dealing with high volume of numbers like that and spending a lot of money, you wanna make sure that the client isn't wondering what we're spending money on. We wanna make sure that we're letting them know. And so I think all of the reporting sheets that we have in place that we share with the client that we're updating on a daily basis is really important. Gives the clients uh, a view on what exactly we're spending on, what exactly their return is. And so I think just having a lot of transparency and a lot of communication through that is really important.
0: Yeah, I also think you do a fantastic job with like our weekly check-ins with the client. So we create like a deck either every week or depending on the frequency of the meeting. What goes into those decks and like how do you make those?
1: Yeah, so I mean, it starts with, I mean, it's daily that goes into that, but then it really starts with an internal meeting that we have before the client facing meeting It's usually the day before where us as the internal team at StrikePoint can connect and really figure out what's going on with the account currently and uh, talk about anything that we need to optimize and then talk about current numbers and then where we wanna go, any ideas that we wanna share with the client, and so I wrap all of that information up into a nicely presented deck for the client that we're able to share, and it clearly illustrates our current numbers, our current spends, uh, where we're at, what we've been doing kind of on the back end that the client wouldn't know just by looking at the reporting sheet, and then where we wanna go within the next week or within the next time that we're gonna communicate with them.
0: And how do you stay in touch with all these people? Like, you know, there's a lot of people, especially some of our bigger clients, they've got teams of 10, 15 people. What's some of the ways that you're able to stay on top of this stuff?
1: Uh, Yeah, well, that's part of a good onboarding process is figuring out how the client wants to communicate. Some people want to text me every day, and that's fine, and some people only like to email, and then a lot of our clients are communicating in Slack channels, which is really helpful. You can see when they're typing, you can see when they're online, and so you really know when you're going to get a response. So it's just, it's up to the client really on how they want to communicate and if their team is really responsive too. Or if There's just kind of like a one person streamlining all of the communication. So it's up to them and I just try to accommodate them on however they like to communicate with me. Do you
0: have like a rule? So some people have like, if it takes 60 seconds or less, you're gonna do it right away. And then if it doesn't, you'll like kind of plan it out. I mean, something that I've always thought has been difficult is managing the millions of conversations that you're having you know, and communicating back and forth. Do you have any like rules or anything that you try to do in the back of your mind that's like, all right, I need to, if it's less than 60 seconds, I'll do it right away. Or do you like plan things out in your calendar? I'm super interested to hear how you manage all that.
1: I think it's just a case by case basis, really. Um, It just depends, like if it is gonna be something really quick, I try to tackle it right away. And then if it's gonna take me a little bit longer, I have like an ongoing task list that I'll add it to, but I'm always gonna communicate back to the client, like the timeline, like, hey, thanks for bringing that up. I'm gonna connect with the team. I'll get back to you within the next hour or by the end of the day. You always just wanna kinda communicate a timeline. And then if you're not gonna meet that timeline, you wanna communicate that again. I'm like, hey, we're still working on this. And so you don't wanna leave anybody in the dark, but just case by case depends on what I'm doing and just making sure to communicate your timeline back to the client is really important.
0: Yeah, that's the feedback that we get from our clients about you is that you're really good at over communicating. It's, (laughs) It's funny because Well, it's it's simple. It's like anything in life where if you just know what's going on and you're kind of like being updated, especially if the client's not having to ask what's going on, like we're anticipating when they'd be reaching out about a question on something, that uh, we're staying in front of it has gone a really long way. You're like really loved by a lot of our clients because of that fact that you're able to communicate so effectively with them. Do you notice any differences between like... um, let's say, like a startup business and a more enterprise-level client with within Point?
1: Well, I mean, it depends on, yes, and it could go either way. Like, a more established client is probably gonna have a lot of processes in place that they want us to adhere to, and then working with the startup, I mean, it could really go either way. They could be really loose and be like, yeah, whatever you guys think and be willing to lean on us more or they could have it in their mind on how exactly they want things to run and they want us to really like go towards that way. So you just still want to, no matter what, you want to be able to steer the client in the right direction on where we think we should go as a partner, because that's what we want to bring them on. We want to be a partner to them. And so that's just, it depends on the client on on how their vision is really going to be tackled for them.
0: So what about like understanding what our clients do? (laughs) <laughs> because we have some really niche clients that um, I would say most of our, you know, most of our friends and family would be like, wait, I didn't even know that was like a thing. You know, I remember when you were hired and you were getting trained. You were so diligent and you asked a lot of questions and things like that. But like, tell me about that. Tell me about you learning about what our clients actually do.
1: Asking a lot of questions is definitely something that I do. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, so it's just really diving in, going to all of their websites. I even go to everybody's LinkedIn and kind of see like how, because what's on their website could be different than how they position themselves when they write it in their own words. So just trying to information gathering as much as I can.
0: Do you like write it down in like a notebook or do you just kind of like remember it and like kind of put it all together in your mind?
1: A little bit of both. Depends on if I kind of have a basic understanding of what it is in general or if it's something that like, I am not going to remember this and I'll take a little bit more diligence. notes. Are you notes. a
0: note taker in general or no? I can't, I don't remember if you're like.
1: Yeah, I have like a an ongoing notebook that do I. Do you write
0: it out or do you type it out?
1: Mostly write it. Yeah. I feel like my information retention is a little bit better if I'm physically writing it out.
0: I agree, I've tried both. I can't
1: read my own writing half the time, but I Same. hope that I remember it. And I
0: can't do it fast <laughs> enough either.
1: Yeah, that's, I know I'm a faster typer but I still Try to handwrite everything. I don't yeah,
0: know. I prefer. <laughs> I know I've gone back. I'm just more curious on it because I can't remember which you're, which ones you're. Sorry. So you yeah. will read a bunch of different like LinkedIn. That's a good idea actually, is to try to get it from their own words and yeah. What about like competitors? You try to go into their competitor websites and things like that to understand better. Yeah, so, yeah.
1: definitely.
0: I think the the I think maybe you got this from like bartending because like bartenders ask questions too. You know, I feel like. Um, you know, hairstyle is the same way, where you're really just learning about people's lives. But um, some people have a hard time asking clients like about their business and they're like afraid of like sounding dumb that they don't know something. But you've always been really good at asking questions and the questions come across as genuine and thoughtful. Do you have any like, you know, ways to help people ask better questions or is there some type of thought process that goes into that? I
1: mean, you just can't be shy about it because at the end of the day, it's going to be worse if you don't know. And so you just, you just kind of have to own it and like own up to be like, yeah, I don't know this, but that's why I'm asking this because I'm generally interested and I want to learn more about it. And I want to learn about it from the source. And so that's why I'm going to you. I could make my own objections or my own assumptions going elsewhere. But if I hear it from the person that I really want to learn it from, you know, so just kind of owning your own insecurity sometimes is important in throwing yourself out there.
0: Yeah, right. And then
1: if you're vulnerable, then hopefully they'll they'll understand that. And that you know. I
0: actually <laughs> think they, no, I actually do think that, that you you said the magic word there. You are being vulnerable and you're just like, okay, so, because I think that the truth is, is that most, I know that I feel this way, most business owners feel like their business is unique, mm-hmm. right? They could be in a sea of a hundred other businesses that are just like theirs and on the surface, but they do truly feel like it is. So I think that the, you getting vulnerable with them and saying, okay, so I've never heard of this type of company before or this service before. What do you guys, like, tell me what do you guys do? And then you kind of say it back to them. But that vulnerability really does open up, you know, something on their side when they're hearing you say that. To be like okay, let's just take a like a, a giant step back, you know. Plus, I think everyone's favorite topic is themselves. <laughs> in some ways, the best
1: way to get to know somebody, right? <laughs> Start asking them questions, asking about, questions that. about them. Definitely.
0: Yeah, and what about like working with the team? So, you you got a client, you know, we're helping navigate their business problems and, and helping them grow. That's what StrikePoint does. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you go about like connecting and making sure that certain team members are are on top of the ball, and then maybe you can tell people like what types of team members you're dealing with here at StrikePoint, like, what's their role?
1: I mean, I'm really dealing with everybody, so I'm dealing with um, <clears throat> anybody from a project manager who I work with. We pretty much have dedicated project managers that we go on all the projects with, and so we have our dedicated project manager that I work with every day, all day, and she's the best. Um, And then I'm working with different marketing managers and media buyers on the accounts, depending on how large they are, what channels we're running their media on. So just working with all types of personalities here too. I think it's really fun, Um, I don't remember the question.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's all good. so you're talking about how you're talking with other different team members here mm-hmm. at StraightPoint and like what their roles are and ways that you're able to kind of communicate with them. How have things changed through with our clients during COVID? Like from your past, other working at other jobs, like, you know, a lot of in-person stuff versus now everything being virtual. How's how that been affecting you as an account manager?
1: Yeah, I mean, luckily, At my previous agency that I worked with, uh, we did a lot of email communication. Um, We did go and see a lot of clients in person whenever we could, take them out to lunch, go visit them, go do different tours at their facilities. And so that was always really fun and it really adds an extra layer of that relationship when you're able to get some good face time and just kind of hang out with them, see their mannerisms. Um, So that's definitely an element that's removed here. But being video conferencing and doing Zoom or other, Online portals like that really still allows you to get good face time, and so just being able to adapt that way is really important and being comfortable, um, being on camera and talking to people, and just trying to up your communication levels whenever you can.
0: Are you excited to get back into in person meetings? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, know, I am too. Like, I feel like that's- I want to
1: travel again. I want to like go take people out to lunch. I miss. The dining experiences, and you know, having a meal with people, it tells you a lot about them.
0: Yeah, breaking. I hear you eat
1: off people's plates a lot. So. Oh my gosh,
0: <laughs> yes, I, that has happened, but only once, uh, and I won't do it again. Um, yeah, but they—that is a really funny story. For a different time, we shall go into to the thing, the dos and don'ts of yeah. of working with clients. Um, yeah, so I, I do, I agree, I'm excited about going back and meeting people face to face. You know, going, you know, to something I asked you about getting to know a business. You said one thing, like breaking bread with somebody, eating dinner, you really get to know who they are, the 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 man or woman behind the role. And then also going to see their office. You know, like really getting tangible with like, oh, this is like when I'm talking to them, this is the desk that they're sitting at, and this is how their operations flow, and like things like you'll pick up on little things that can help it. Um, what about coming up with ideas so you, do you do spend a lot of time or do you like work with the team um, is a little bit of both of coming up with new ideas for our clients
1: yeah that's what we do a lot in the internal meetings too we're just kind of brainstorming and riffing um, as we're walking through the different promos or funnels that we're running you always want to make sure that you're coming up with fresh ideas it's part of the value that we bring to our clients is coming up with different ideas for them so I mean just in life, like whether you're watching YouTube and you're like, this ad would be really cool for client X or whatever. So you just always wanna keep them in the back of your mind because you never know where you're gonna draw your inspiration from. So always having them top of mind is really important.
0: Yeah, so speaking of inspiration, how do you get inspired? every day to come in and you know be a great account manager work with our amazing team our amazing clients what do you do you read books what's your trick
1: yeah i mean i read whenever i can um, you actually gave me a book that i'm reading right now and then uh, just honestly i'm inspired by the team like coming in here as a new person um, a few months ago just the team is really dedicated and they're really good at what they do and they try so hard and they're always coming up with fresh, innovative ideas. And so just being around this environment is really inspiring for me. Um, It's really fun to work with all these different people that are just really passionate
0: about what they do. Yeah, it it is, it's contagious. It is. Yeah, to get somebody that is like really trying to solve a big problem or had a major breakthrough um, is really cool to see. Well, Anna, this was really fun. I'm happy that everybody gets to finally meet you and have you on, (laughs) on camera. Um, Anything else you want to tell everybody?
1: No, I just have been really enjoying my time. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks
0: so much for being here. Bye. Bye.